Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Go. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to the Speaking Podcast with my friends and co-hosts, Jessica Gibson and Jay Black. Happy Thanksgiving, Hi. guys. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving. Hey, hello. Thank now you. we're recording this the day, a couple of days before Thanksgiving, but um, you may be hearing that Happy Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving. So either- I imagine, Bill, the whole family gathers around an old timey radio like the days of FDR's Fireside Chat and they turn on our podcast and they listen to it as a family. Like a warm father figure will pause it and turn and say, what did we learn in that segment? <laughs> I feel that's how I picture it. I don't know if that's how people are consuming the podcast. That's what now, I let me ask you this, Jay. Are we posting the video to this podcast to the site as well? No, no. Look at me. There's no possible way we could ever... See, I, I was hoping we are because as you see, this is my message to corporate. I'm holding a blank white mug with my coffee. What, how is that a message to corporate? I am looking for your company here. Oh, mm. you're saying that you you want to get a sponsorship. I want someone to sponsor my coffee mug. So anyone listening, if you've got any ideas, just send me a direct message on Twitter. I'm at Bill Spadia. Send me a DM and I'll put you in touch with our team because I think someone should sponsor my coffee cup. Every morning, I'm doing this exact thing on Facebook Live right. and I'm holding the cup. My God, it's been months. No one has picked up on it yet. And if huh. it's like Tito's or some type of alcohol company, will you be drinking? Uh, well, look, Jessica, we do what we have to do. Yeah. All right? We do what we have to do. It's, everyone has to sacrifice these days. We should get Tito's to sponsor me falling off the wagon. You think they'd be into that? We just, uh, you know, say what number is it going to take for Jay to uh, start drinking again? We would just snapshot your beard and your crazy hair and just say, drink Tito's responsibly. Don't be like Jay. Yeah, look at, look at this hair. Look at this. You know, you could almost do the pony, Jay. Although, Jessica, I feel like he would have to do a front pony. Yeah. It, I think he's doing it now. Look at this. You look like a horse. Like, doesn't a horse have a lot of hair right in the front? Look, no, I look like uh, I'm Elvis, 1953. When are you getting a haircut? You're not getting a Thanksgiving haircut? No, I'm not going anywhere for Thanksgiving. Are you kidding? I'm I'm bunkered in. I'm I'm here. I am bunkered into the airlift of vaccine to Jay's house. <laughs> Poor Jay. All right. So Jay, you took your daughter to get I her ears not. pierced. No, my wife right? Is, right now, as we speak, my wife has taken my daughter to get her ears pierced. Which number one? Well, wait. How old is she? He's nine. And uh, all her cousins who are Latina. Both had their ears pierced at like birth. I mean, I think yeah, my uh, my my niece, my sister in law is uh, Venezuelan, yeah. 
and she had her ears pierced. I mean, yeah, as a baby. Yeah. What about you, Jessica? When was, how old were you? Babies look so cute with their little ears pierced. I was older. I remember getting it done. You remember? Did it hurt? I probably cried. I'm sure. I was like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight. Yeah. It wasn't that memorable. Are both of the girls getting it done? No, and that's the problem, Jessica. This is a big issue in the Black House. Last night was a disaster because my wife said, okay, for your birthday to my oldest, you or my oldest daughter, you can go get your ears pierced. And then she said to my youngest, who said, I would like to get my ears pierced too. She said, okay, sure. You, you'll get your ears pierced as well. And that'll be a Christmas gift to you. And my older daughter lost her mind. Said, this is my special day. This is my thing. It's all right if she gets it a month later, but I want everybody to be able to see my ears and my new year piercing and how good I look. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't want to share the spotlight with my young with my younger sister. And then my younger daughter was like crying and they both started saying, no, it's okay. You can do the thing you want to do. But neither of them wanted the other person to do the thing that they wanted to do. So they would relent and then cry. Then the other one would relent and then they would cry. And finally I said, enough. And I just said that my older daughter's getting hers done and my younger daughter can do it in a month. Wait, how, how old is your younger daughter? Five. I don't know. I kind of feel like that's old enough. No, I, I feel like I want to put in a vote for her to get it done. I'm not against her getting it done. It's just that my older daughter wanted the spotlight on herself. So to my older daughter's line of thinking, my younger daughter getting her ears pierced on the same day as her, uh, as my, my older daughter is like wearing white to a wedding. Don't, you don't show up the bride. You gotta, you gotta let the bride have her day. So it's my daughter's day to walk this around is, with her ears pierced. This is gonna be the rest of your life. She's, you're gonna get like her first car, your older daughter, and then your younger daughter will get her first car. Like you're yeah. gonna help her buy it or something. And it's gonna be like the end of the world for the older daughter. It's just, it's nuts. I've only ever been an older brother. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how any of this works. My, my wife who's a middle child was like, I can see you from both points of view. I just like, it's ridiculous. It's holes in your ears. Who cares? I've never looked at earrings once on a girl. But it's, like I don't believe that, Jake. You've never noticed earrings in a girl? Come on. Never. Never. If, if I was romantically interested in a girl. Bill, if you were hanging out with your friends back in college and they came back and said, oh my God, I was at this party. Bill, this girl had dangling earrings to die for. You, <laughs> you'd think there was something wrong with your friend, Bill. I mean, it would depend. Are they diamonds? Are they hoops? Are they noticeable? I mean, you know, there's there's a, there's a couple issues there, Jay. I don't know. I've never, um, noticed a manic I've never noticed a manicure, a pedicure, earrings, all these things that my wife thinks are important. I'm like, listen, you know. Yeah, but see, Jay, you would notice the absence of such things. Maybe. Like, you may not notice when your wife gets her hair done, but if she decided, let's say, go full Jay, yeah, true. you would notice. I think there was, I would honestly think there was something desperately wrong with her if she looked like me. <laughs> I feel like we have to post this video because the audience really should see your hair right now. Do me a favor though, Jay. Take, are you on your phone or your computer? My computer. All right, do me a favor. Please take a selfie because I want to have that as a selfie so I can let people know this is why we can't post video. All right, here, I'll, I'll do it now. Jessica, I'll bet you notice if a guy's got an earring. No, I was going to say my husband gets so upset because if we go to dinner, just the two of us, I don't wear earrings. And now he points it out if we go to like out with family or something. He's like, 
put on earrings for them and not for me. I get that. I get that. But you throw a little makeup on, you comb your hair, right? Yeah, no, I never realized I was doing it until he was getting jealous over it. That's funny. But you should tell him that's because you're in the ultimate comfort zone. So when I was like getting my ears pierced with like like Jay's girl's age, like a lot of people started getting ear earring pierces. Your car ears. Like yeah. all over, just like 10 different ear holes. And I always thought I would like not want that when I got older, so I didn't. And now, like, I still kind of think they're cool to have those cartilage piercings I, all over your Elizabeth face. has a couple. I like them. My yeah. daughter, yeah, she's got, I think she may have three or four. She's also got a couple tattoos, so, you know, there's that. All right, tell you Am I like, I do my... that now? What? What's that? What's that, Jay? So my daughter was talking about possibly a nose ring when she was a teenager. And I have a real problem with nose rings. Not because I think there's anything wrong with a nose ring. I just, every time I've ever seen a nose ring, I think, is that a booger? For just like a second. And I'm like, is that a, what? Did she, did she need? And then I'm like, oh no, it's a nose ring. And I just don't know why you'd want something on your face that is confused with a booger for like just a half a second. It doesn't make well, sense. What, and what happens when you have actual boogers because you're sick? I would, I think it would be disgusting, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, listen. I, and this is what I tell my daughter. And then my daughter was like, wait, some people have tongue rings. Why would anyone get a tongue ring? And I had to be like, let's back out of this conversation immediately. We don't want to talk about why a girl would have a tongue ring. It, it, not, not until you're at least 36. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't There's know. There's no way that doesn't hurt. There's no way that's not uncomfortable. I had a woman working for me that it was such an awkward, she was so mad because I had her take out the tongue ring because she was on the phone and you could hear it click. Yeah. Like, that's just not professional. I'm sorry, it has to go. And I wonder if today you could do that. This was probably 10 years ago, right? Today, you'd probably get sued for discrimination for even suggesting that anything was not full normal. Yeah. Or today, the person doing the high ring also has a tongue ring. Right. Oh, God, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, right. I'm the old-fashioned one without the tongue ring. Good Lord. I have no tattoos and no piercings. Jay, I assumed you had your ears pierced. I've never had my ears pierced. I would never. I don't know why I assume that, Jessica. Didn't you? No. Yeah. Right. I'm Do I look like somebody build that, that stands on fashion? Do I look like somebody that looks in the mirror and goes, "I need to draw attention to this face"? I feel like you will will try something to see if it sticks and. That was awesome. I, I never, I was never an earring guy. One of my favorite go-tos in my act is anytime I saw somebody like a dude in the first row who had any kind of like, like uh, the big gauges, you know, the big holes in their ears. Oh God, that's so know, weird. Or like a face tattoo or anything like that. I would say that's nature's way of telling you that the person you're talking to is not an orthodontist because I could never imagine anybody, like I couldn't imagine getting your teeth fixed by somebody with like giant holes in their ears. I don't know why. Like, it just, to me, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like if you walked in and the guy who's about to put your braces on had those giant flappy ear holes, you'd be like, I'm good. I You don't need to, I'm gonna go, I know you're the best orthodontist in town. I'm gonna go to the second best orthodontist because an orthodontist should look like an orthodontist. I'm sorry. Why, why the gauge rings? Why would that be your deal breaker? Because it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't ever fix, right? Like you can't make your ears unflap once you do that, so far as I know. Unless you get like some sort of deflapping technology 
or a deflapping surgery. And you just have these big flappy holes. And here's the thing, anybody, even a high school kid that doesn't come from a family that talks them out of something so stupid is not somebody I want working on my teeth. I don't want to go to like a podiatrist who's got those big flappy ears. I just, I just need for when it comes to my body being worked on, I want the most conservative button down person that exists. I don't want anybody. I don't want to see it like a Mike Tyson style face tattoo. I'm out. Cause you're not responsible. You made a decision in your youth. That was dumb. I don't want it. Get out. Go. Go. I wonder what those face tattoos look like as you get older, because the, the body tattoos look bizarre as you age. Yeah. Oh, I, I talk about this whenever I do a cruise. Um, is like, hey, if anybody here under 30 was thinking about a tattoo, go walk around the sun deck for a little bit. <laughs> that is a scared straight program for what you're going to look like. None of that stuff ages well. It just you always, nobody looks good with any of those body modifications. Listen, when you're 26 and your body's perfect, yeah, I, it's, it's like a little cute addition. But when you're 50 and you're falling apart, nobody wants to see that. Gah. That's, that's all I'm saying. Do you want to hear the story of my first tattoo? Oh, you have a tattoo, Jessica. I'm so sorry that I said all this. I'm sure you'll look fantastic your whole life with them. I'm just kidding. Oh, you're not, you don't have any tattoos? No. Yeah, I, I fell for that too, Jay. I'm like, oh, wow, Jay really yeah. stepped in that one. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. You just see people like go, because listen, I've always said this. When you get to like when you get your first mortgage you just become middle age and everybody just gets squished into this middle age we're all suburban middle aged people we're all the same and you just don't want to be the suburban middle aged person with the i i feel like you you're inspiring a book i'd like to write a book about the jay black bubble because jay black lives in such an interesting world that your your worldview is phenomenal I no, I don't think your first mortgage makes you middle aged. I got friends that they had their first mortgage young, yeah. early twenties, and I'm like, that's really impressive that you were able to figure yeah. out how to buy something big at 23 or 24. Well, the second you have to pay for it, like the second you're sorting recycling to take out to like, like. Oh, there's your first mistake, Jay. Sorting yeah. recycling. That's very funny. Yeah. It all goes in the garbage. Except the heavy bottles, because then I have to pay more for the garbage bags. It all goes in the same truck. Literally, same truck. I, I follow. So why am I sorting it if they're not going to sort it? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I listen, I believe that there should be an economic incentive on their side to do the sorting for us. So. Well, there is. It's called the five cents for the can. I'll take that. No one's yeah. paying me for the shit that's sitting on my curb. Listen, this is one area. I'm paying for it, actually. There's one area where you and I agree. I don't like recycling. Uh, but like, as I'm sitting there, whatever, any kind of like dumb thing that you do for your house. Uh, I had to get my heater fixed. So you, you you pay for some guy to come out and look at your heater and he adjusts one thing and charges you $300. Whatever age you are when you're writing that check to the heater repairman, you're middle age. That's it. Now, That's there's one thing that you are wrong about, and I will just say... My friends at Guaranteed Service, GuaranteedService.com, would look great on this mug. They will not charge you three hundred dollars. Matter of fact, they'll tune up your furnace and boiler for seventy-seven dollars, and you will get the same no breakdown guarantee. My wife Jody and I have enjoyed for years. Wow, 
Wow. Did you just have that copy ready to go, Bill, or is it just memorized? So help me if you're listening to this. This would be a great, great podcast for you to sponsor. I would agree a thousand percent. And you know what? I would I could talk at length about all the problems I have with my current heating repair guy. And then I'll, I'll switch over to the new sponsor and talk about how great it is. It, it's just so it just works. It works, Jay. It works. But here, yeah, like if you're 22. But you are right about a house. People don't realize, like I think a lot, especially young kids who live at home for a long enough period, things just work at the house. And they think if I'm doing a little bit of laundry or if I'm making my own lunch, I can live on my own. And then you realize, no, because every single thing is now your responsibility. And every single thing breaks all the time. Yeah, so I, this, this heating thing. I got a French drain installed in my backyard because I'm on a slope and when it rains, I get puddles. So that's the first middle-aged thing where you're looking and you're like, I should get a French drain. That's not a thought anybody who has fun in their life has, Bill. There's never been a rock star going, oh, I should get a French drain. So I got a French drain installed, but the when they installed it, they took my gutter and they attached my gutter to the French drain. So like when the water comes down, it goes through the gutter, right? It goes into the French drain. So all was working well, except I also had a heating, like all my my exhaust for my washing machine was also doing that. And it started to back up and get into the, the HVAC. So I had water in the HVAC. The air was blowing and getting caught in the water like it couldn't push past. And my heater was right. burning out because of that. So I had a guy to have the guy come over and he was like Sherlock Holmes trying to figure out what was wrong with everything. And then he was like, I got to drain your ducts which doesn't sound good. It sounds like something you pay extra for at a strip club. And he's like, I'm going to drain your ducts and then I'm going to install a new limiter on your heater, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I'm just sitting there going, this is what old people do. This did nothing fun about any of this. Why? Well, I should have stayed at home till I was an adult. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it, it does make sense. I, I think I, I, I think I get you. Yeah. Jessica, let me ask you, who's the, uh, Who's the improvement person? Is it you? Is it Chase? Who does all that? Those say. types of things. Really? <laughs> What's that? I can't say for sure. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Because in my house, it's clear Jody is the go-to. Really? Yeah. It's so disappointing. Yeah, I, you know, I, I am just not. Although I told you last time, I, I did fix the garage door, and that was pretty impressive. We have someone here right now replacing all our windows. His name is Mike, and Bo is with him. And they've been here every day since we I moved into the house and we got married. And there's <laughs> something to fix. My husband wants to know how long, like, you know, when you replace so many things, it becomes new again. He's like, do we live in a new house or what? <laughs> like everything. Oh, yeah, that's the old, uh, that's the philosophical question, right? If you replace every part on a boat during its journey, did you leave on the same, did you arrive on the same boat? Yeah. Philosophically speaking, no, Jessica, you live in a different house. <laughs> well, with the boat, though, it's not that you're replacing the, the planks underneath. I just don't, I think it's it, it's the floating part that makes the boat the boat. Right. Well, no, it's, it's the question of like, you know, every six months, every cell in your body is replaced. So are you a new person every six months? Or, you know, how's the continuity of a uh, person maintained if your body's constantly generating new cells? Jay, with your being at home for now, going on what could is, is going to run up to a year soon, uh, I'm thinking yourselves have stopped replacing. I think they're just hanging in there. Yeah. They're all stopped. They're like, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. I, my, my whole body's falling apart, Bill. <laughs> you I'm, need I'm, to get out. What's that? 
Get back to the gym. I, I have a gym in my garage now. I'm just working out there. The gym's going to close again. Yeah, I don't need yeah, to- everything's going to close. You go from the so you go from the living room to the to the to the garage. How's the garage office doing? Uh, my son has taken it over for his remote learning, so it's <laughs> now like completely kidified. Uh, so yeah, that's done. I'm back to the guest room. Wow. Where are you now? You're, this is the living room, right? It's the living room or family room, extra room. I don't know. It, it, at some point, we had like a couch in here, and it was a family room. But it's I hate rooms that nobody goes into. So like we we never went in here. So I have a piano in here. I'm learning piano. I'm getting really good at piano, guys. Let's hear. Uh, you play any Billy Joel songs yet? I'm not good enough for Billy Joel. I can do "Hey Jude" by the Beatles. I can do. Beatles uh, are way better than Billy Joel. Well, it's kind of interesting now that I'm learning about music, Bill. They they're they're great, but Billy Joel's better piano player than Paul McCartney ever was. Interesting. Uh, Are you going to play something for us? I feel like there's a lot of movement going on. Yeah, bring it up. Bring it up. I feel like I need to see it now. What what a good use of like quarantine time. Can you hear? You know what a better use of quarantine time would be? Stop quarantining. All right, hold on. Can you hear it at all? Yep. Yes. Well, let's see. Uh, yeah, but we need to see you actually playing, or we're gonna think it's a recording. It sounds well, like nothing, though. But let's let's see see if you can recognize this one. One of my all-time favorites. You used to play that you, all the time. You, you, you know you're old when you know it's Warren Zevon, and a person comes up and says, "Hey, is that Kid Rock?" <laughs> all right, see if right? you can, see if you can recognize this song? one. Let's see here. This is. Oh, that's not it. Yeah, you're actually pretty good. What's that? You're actually pretty good. Maybe I'm amazed. Maybe I'm amazed the way you love me all the time. I can't say. I'm impressed. Now, let's it's see, a little I'll skeptical do, uh, that do, you're off camera. You do the na 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 part. I'll do the na 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 part of Hey Jude. Ready? Here we go. Uh, d- Jessica, don't you feel like he needs to put the camera there so we can see that? You could just be playing his iPhone. Was that? Hold on. You could just be playing Apple Music or something off. Hold on. Oh, All right, let's see. <laughs> you get peer pressured so easily. I do. <laughs> there we go. This is uh, Hey Jude. Ready? So, did you take piano lessons as a kid? Like, how did you just pick it up? Just picking it up every once in a while, pick it up and learn a song. And I'm saying, you don't just pick that up. Like, are you reading music? Are you doing this by ear? Uh, So, there's YouTube videos. There's like 10,000 YouTube videos that teach you how to do this. So, I'm just watching the YouTube videos. But I'm also like doing YouTube videos on like, uh, music theory and stuff. So I learned how to make chords and all. I feel like the, um, it's kind of sad. The piano teaching business is going to be defeated by YouTube. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, like some of the really good YouTube people. Uh, Wait, is that a second? Uh, oh, is that the box that came in? Uh, no, that's the, well, yeah, that's the box that came in. I'm selling my old one because I got a better one. So then got it. So I'm just waiting on uh, the eBay people to get back to me with what they so, want. Did you start with chopsticks and like work your way up? Like no, everyone I just uh, I just wanted to jump right into it. So the first thing I learned was uh, uh, what do you call it? Let it be. Cause that's just like four chords that you play over and over again. So I just practiced that. Uh, now I'm, uh, the one I'm working on your, right now is uh, "Great Balls of Fire." Your uh, music is attracting animals, Jay. Yeah, I'm doing "Great Balls of Fire," which is like the hardest one that I. No, look behind you. Uh, Rosie, come here. <laughs> the music has attracted the dog. Now, is that your dog or a neighborhood dog's now just descending upon your house? That dog actually lives in my hair, Bill. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to learn how to do piano because I think that'll be a fun way to end out my shows when we start having shows again is to uh, do uh, sing-alongs. If there's a piano on stage, it's like in Vegas, there's a piano on stage. And I'm always like, oh, it'd be cool like if at the end I just did like uh, Werewolves of London and just had the whole crowd sing along after the show is over. And won't That's that a be great cool? idea. Yeah. So, Are your kids learning? So my daughter is interested in learning, uh, like, how to just do melodies, like, just in her right hand. Like, she doesn't care about, like, uh, chord structure or music theory or any of the stuff that I'm trying to teach myself. But I taught her how to do, uh, uh, what do you call it? This one. So she'll do that with me all the time. And I'm learning this one, too. This is... That one needs a little work. Yeah, I'm learning it. But uh, I love it. I think it's impressive. That's impressive. So uh, for this Thanksgiving episode, we were going to talk about food, and then we ran out of time. Yeah. But I, um, I think what we should do is next week talk about food and talk about the leftovers from Thanksgiving, which you may not have. I don't know, Jay. If you no, guys are having turkey, if there's if they're helicoptering grain in, I don't know what's going on in the black household. No, so you, I'm, uh, my kids and I are going to go out and hunt squirrels, and we're going to do it. I, I think it'll be something. Yeah, traditional uh, black family Christmas eating squirrels. Uh, oh, hey, real fast. Uh, you know, I learned something that I lost my great-grandfather in the great Spanish flu of 1918. No kidding. Talking, yeah, I was talking to my Aunt Bibi. And my Aunt Bibi said, hey, did you know your grandfather died in the great... My grandfather married to a woman. Great flu comes along. He dies. Their twin babies die. And it was my grandmother and her mother... And the mother immediately married another Lithuanian immigrant because they were worried that they would send her away. And because of this, like the change in their financial fortunes, my grandmother, who had skipped two grades from sixth grade to eighth grade, had to drop out and start waitressing to help take care of the family uh, after that. So it's, I look at like all the little time ripples, like how time. Yeah. What would life have been like had she not done that? Maybe that's why I have such an ingrained fear of flus. Just Could be. It could be. You should write a book, Jay. That's a that would be. I, actually, it's funny. I was talking about this the other day that that you could write. You're creative enough to write the book of what could have happened in history. If changed, right? If Kennedy had lived, yeah. if uh, if the South had uh, you know staved off the North and stayed separate. What like there are things that, that what would history look like today one if certain things happened on pearl harbor right one of my favorite authors of all time bill is harry turtledove the master of alternative history he has a book called the guns of the south which has the south developing a machine gun 
and uh, winning the Civil War, or at least staying civil. And then he goes forward and does all of World War One with a Confederacy and the North, and which sides that they choose. And he goes, "That's forward. interesting. Awesome. Awesome. That's what's his name? Harry Turtle Dove, like two turtle doves. Turtle Dove. No kidding. That's a fake name. I don't. I might be, but maybe he could be on your mug, Bill. Harry Turtle Dove. <laughs> Alternative oh history." With Harry Turtledove. Oh, take a delicious sip of that alternative history. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, real quick, right. here we go. So let's do it. Look, let's do next week. Let's do a Thanksgiving Day leftover special. All right. We'll do it. If that's all right. Well, can I give my important Twitter update? Yes, please do, Jay. Stuff. My God, we've been waiting all day. 11,000, guys. Wow. Wow. Good deal. Yeah. I'm going to so, 1,000. So Jessica, what do you think? We'll try to let's try to do two next week. Okay. Uh, on Wednesday. Sounds right. good. I'm going. Is that back. good? Wednesday, good. Yep. What time? Good stuff. Uh, hold on. Next week, um, can we do two o'clock? Let me see. Let's see. Yep. Actually, I could do three. I think it's already in my calendar. Yeah, I have a two. Well, no, I have a two o'clock already. Yeah, I have a two o'clock in there already. All right, good. Let's try to do two, uh, and and I'd love to to see if we could get Buzz to join us. He might be tough because he's gonna he's in that movie that he's doing out. Right, right. Before hours, we might have to wait till January to get Buzz back. Okay, let's shoot for two though if we can. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Jessica, have fun. Best of your family. All right. See you guys later. Have fun. See you soon. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.